Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim, and today we are giving you a bonus episode, even though we are supposed to be taking a break, um, because there is a book that has taken social media by storm, uh, Fourth Wing, for anyone who hasn't heard of it. And we noticed some similarities to things that we already love and forced Sarah to not resist it. So, <laughs> I think Sarah would have bypassed it. I don't know if Sarah would have bypassed it. I think Sarah would have not actively sought it out this quickly if we, me and Kim, did not force her to read it right now. So, am I right, Sarah? I would not have, I would not have heard of it for a very long time because I do not care about social media. Exactly. So you would have had to have told me about it, and then I would have disregarded it because anything that you like, I'm suspicious of. And then, you know, <laughs> and the description certainly did not sound interesting. So yeah, it would have. I don't know that I would have read it. Exactly. So, obviously, normally we wait at least two months after a new release to discuss it, but this is really popular right now, so we are discussing it ahead of time if you have not listened to us before we do discuss spoilers so if you have not read it yet and you do not want spoilers pause go read it then come back so you can enjoy what we have to say about it and to give you a little bit of background information it is by rebecca yaros and was published in 2023 i was going to say what publisher but i forgot to grab that information because i am talented like that let's see here who published you do 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 uh Heidekus. don't know anything about them um so they must be a smaller publishing i think also red towers is involved in their publishing but for a little bit of information on the author rebecca is a military wife of 20 years with six kids um and mostly her about you is talking about her experience with that many kids and her love of chocolate and the fact that she's a military wife. The plot of the book is when Violet gets forced into the writer quadrant, she has to do everything possible to stay alive. The dragons might kill her. Her classmates may choose to kill her. The obstacles are brutal, and she's positive that the rebel's son, Xaden, will most assuredly kill her. And... This time we are kind of soft launching a new way that we are going to be rating and discussing books. And how this works is we have split up key topics of books into 10 different categories. And each category is worth 10 points. And we will each go through and discuss it. We will assign and then we will see what total points are at the end of the episode and where that puts the book on our new ranking list. Our first subject that we're going to be discussing is plots. So, Sarah, what did you think of the plot? Um, I, pretty average, honestly. It's, yeah, nothing worth writing home about, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, and yet just, you insisted on texting us as you were reading. Or yes, I was me. not texting you about the plot. That though. is true. That is true. That was pretty much just your average, uh, like, I don't know how to phrase it, but you know, the YA, NA fantasy style plot. Okay. okay. What about you, Kim? What did you think of the plot? 
it was pretty typical. Um, now knowing that she's a military wife, I, a bit more makes a, a bit more sense. Um, I, I, had, I had, one. yeah, I hadn't yeah. processed that. Yeah. I hadn't processed that in reading it. I, although I did recognize that she knew a lot about military and um, rankings and, and yeah. Yeah. Um, it being a military child. Yeah. Um, but, but it's a pretty, it's a pretty basic plot. Now that's not saying anything necessarily bad. Um, you're writing a basic story. Um, so you write a basic story. I, I don't think there was any intent here for this to be literature um, in, in the in the capital L yeah. sense of the word, not in the you know everything's literature. But um, so you know it was it was it was basic. Nothing really surprised me. So what I will say is I thought in terms of the plot, the pacing was actually pretty solid on this. We didn't spend too much time with any one thing, because there are other authors that just getting the dragon would have been the whole first book. That I do remember texting you about that because I was worried yeah. that was going to be the case because the beginning before that was definitely like the slowest part. Yeah, um, but I, I think was, that I was very frustrated with the beginning because I'm like, just get to the bloody dragons already. That's what I want. That's what I'm here for is these dragons. It was taking way too long. Yeah, but I think once it gets there, the pacing is, is actually like that only takes about 30% of the book. Now, granted, the, the book is 600 pages, um, but that's only 30% of the books. By the 30% mark, I think Sarah's asking me, I was like, yeah, 30% is when she gets the dragons. Um, which isn't actually a significant portion of the book. And if you go with a traditional structure of 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 what of writing, that that should be a significant point is when you get to that twenty five to thirty percent range in your writing, and and that's when an event happens that tr kind of changes the course of the story, which is definitely yeah. what happens there. Yeah. Sunsetting. And then, you know, at the ending, it didn't feel like a. Um, there's been a couple of authors we've read recently where it's like one event and then it just escalates and it escalates and it gets to the point like it's like how many more traumatic events can you have before this book is actually going to end I feel like this actually like got us to that final battle moment got us through the final battle and then we had a like Lord of the Rings style wake up <laughs> at the end of the fellowship going on there <laughs> um so I, I I was impressed with the pacing of the plot. The, the, most of the plot points were pretty pretty standard, but it was satisfying. I don't think there were any plot points that really disappointed me. There were other things that disappointed me, but those will come up in other categories. So, any other thoughts on plots? No. Okay. So then, Kim, out of ten points, how many points would you give? this book for its plot so i wrote down because i'm like taking notes as i go seven to eight so i'm gonna give it seven and a half seven point five okay <coughs> what about you sarah um i mean i would probably give it a five okay just so average. as like a mark of average okay not bad not amazing Okay, that's fair. I, I think I would give it a seven for plot. It it was satisfying, but not mind blowing. So then our next category is the main characters. And so I'm gonna say the main characters for this is Zayden, Violet, and the dragons. 
Are the dragons main characters? I don't know. Do I don't want feel to... like they're really main characters. Okay, so then, then we'll treat just Satan and Violet as main characters and everybody else as secondary characters? Yeah, I can agree with that. Okay, so let's start with so... Violet. Kim, what did you think of Violet? So, <laughs> we'll start with, I hated her name. I have a thing <laughs> about names. I hated her name. And then he starts calling her Violence. And I went, oh, that's why her name is Violet. So, you know, we can have a cute uh, nickname. I did get to where I actually liked the nickname by the end of the book. It took yeah. me a while. <laughs> I was irritated in the beginning. Um, but as far as Violet herself, um, I, I don't know that I could resolve her disability with what she actually accomplished. Um Oh, that's that another thing said, I had heard. I believe the author has that disability. I think no, I had seen somewhere. her son does. Her son Hi. does. Son or daughter? Mm, now I can't remember, but I think it's her son. I saw. I follow her on TikTok, and she's okay. she's she's come out on TikTok a lot in the past two days. Um, and she her so her child has it. So, and I was just gonna say, but I found out that her child has it, so she should have a sense, or she's writing a a super power for her child into this this disability um i don't know much about the disability other than um i don't know if this is brittle bone syndrome or if it's just something similar that no, has to do with just the joints it's just the joints it's it's that the the joints don't have strong enough ligaments and right. the right structuring to actually handle pressure on them. It's not brittle bones. It did take me a little while. But she did like, talk about, but she talked about her bones breaking easily. So that's where I got confused about it. Yeah, but that um, might be because of the ligaments, not so much the bones are brittle. Why would your ligaments cause your bones to break? Because they're attached to them. I don't. Anyway, 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 I, I'm, I'm giving her. The writer um a a pass on it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that it seems improbable. I'll just say that it's okay and I'll accept that this this very small girl managed to do these things um despite her disability and that's and that's cool and that's wonderful and I and there should be representation, but I think there should be reality and representation too, and I just don't know if this is realistic. Um that being said, that's not really about the character personality or any of that sort of thing um i liked her personality i liked that she was spiky spiky i'm making up words now spunky. i liked that she was funky <laughs> um i liked that despite feeling like she should be fearful she she didn't fall into into fear you know the the fear um I like that she was just kind of stubborn about it. You know, I'm just, I'm going to push through this because I have to, you know, she has no choice. Uh, and I like that. But there are other things about her that I didn't like and you're not supposed to like them. So, you know, I, yeah, yeah I like Violet. Okay. I just don't what like her you? name. What about you, Sarah? What do you think of her? Um, uh, it's complicated. Um, I do want to also point out that I was not a fan of her name. Um, uh, the first time it popped up, I misread it as violent. 
And so I was like, oh, that is going to be annoying because I'm going to keep misreading it like that. And then they gave her the nickname of violinist, <laughs> which then I think I was thinking of violins. And I just, you know, it's just, <laughs> I, yeah, i not, not a fan of that. Um, I was not a fan of the names in general because you got some really wild ones and then you had like Dylan, Jack. <laughs> Dane. I was like, okay, okay. Um, but as for Violet herself, I just, I don't know. She, again, a very typical YANA protagonist, female protagonist, where she's like written to be all strong willed and like, I don't, not stamina. I'm, you know, like in endure, like where they're enduring oh, or whatever. Persevering. 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 Sorry, my words. And all that. And um, and she's supposed to be really smart. And I just I don't know. I don't I I got really annoyed one, with her by the end, is the thing. The one thing because, I will say in comparison, at least they gave her reasons for the things she did she comes from a military family and there tends to be that we will succeed at all costs type of stereotype with the military family she comes from a scholarly father so that would explain the intelligence at least there was an explanation for it even if it is typical go ahead say it. yes but then she's supposed to be an intelligent character right and then when she finds out that Satan was lying to her for a very logical and realistic reason, she freaks out, which, okay, fine, makes a little bit of sense. But then after that, after she's like rationalized it, she's still like, I can't trust him anymore. And it's like, bitch, yeah. what do you mean? This was not a personal thing. He had like the lives of so many people that he's responsible for. And it's like, and it's he not told about you. you. He told yeah, you like, if you knew you would hate him so like the fact that she's still all hung up on this like i'm like yeah i remember when it got to that we point we really have to do this i was very I lost much, all like, my respect for her you, in that moment he told you he unequivocally said when you know the truth you will see me differently and not in a good way and then it happened and she's like how dare he i'm like bitch he told you yeah he's like he's also in his own way it's like, oh, wow, he wants to help save all these people that are getting ravaged by these horrible monsters. Like, that's not even, like, a bad secret. Like, it's not like he's been murdering children and just, like, you know, eating them or something. It's like, it's a perfectly normal, noble secret. And you're just mad that he didn't tell you that he's known you less than a year. You're the daughter of the general and you have a mind-reading friend. And it's like... I just oh, no. well, she and needs to get truly, over herself. What truly blows my mind is it wasn't even like she gets so upset. Then she finds out her brother is alive, and that that would have been the like the thing. Like that might have been the thing that would have like been like, how fucking dare you? You know how much this matters to me, and you've known all along my brother is fucking alive. That I would understand, but that isn't even the thing that, like, blew her out of proportion. She was already blown out of proportion, and that was just the icing on the cake. 
And I feel like me as a person, I'd be like, oh, God, you were hiding this massive secret because the government's been hiding this massive, massive secret from us. Uh, does it make me a little hesitant? Yes, but I think I can sort this out. My brother fucking walks in and you know it's my brother? You know? And still, he couldn't tell her about the brother because um, without revealing the rest of the secrets. So it's like a yeah. rational person. But if they thought they might be mad at first, but they should be able to kind of rationalize this out. But that so I would just... allow to be the ir- irrational point is the brother. Yeah. The emotional loss, I could see well, that becoming irrational. Go, so that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have no idea whether she's going to behave ra- rationally. All well, logic the fact that she's, she's already not. not so it's yeah. Like... yeah. Yeah. She's not. She's not going to behave rationally. She's going to blame him for not telling her. So, yeah. Blame Zane for not telling her. Not blame her brother. She won't blame her brother. No. Um, there will be some reason why she won't blame her brother, but she's going to blame oh, because, you know, uh, his book baby. helped her get through school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so then my reaction to Violet, I, I'm okay with Violet. She's not the worst main character that I've ever come across. She's not like, oh my god, this is a main character I love. But like, I like the fact that she has a disability rep i like the fact that there so far has not been like some magical like means of improving her like someone didn't just be like eat this and now you'll be able to function um you know yes it was something that i didn't get a chance to say but i did want to mention like i really appreciated the whole thing where they gave her a saddle yes because yes. it's like you can't just will yourself or work harder to get over a disability like it's yeah that's not how it works so I really appreciated that moment like were they actually okay, acknowledging so like I gotta know for all of the dragon riders were we not screaming why not just give her a fight why don't these people have a saddle <laughs> from the beginning was... why why is there no goddamn saddle why are they holding on with their legs Fucking now legs. I know in dragon riders there's this whole thing where their arms have to be free. They can't hold on because they have yeah. to throw the, the, the fire stone to the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're but still. fighting battles on top of these dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Now, granted, when we get to the big fight and we see, um, oh, Jesus, Liam, right? Yeah. Liam? Yeah. Um, he runs across his, his dragon's back, jumps onto another dragon does a fight, runs back, gets back onto his dragon. So that kind of explains not being saddled in. Um, but but yeah. You how to train your dragon. You can still have a saddle and then like just have straps that you can yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I was like from the minute it was like, she can't she can't stay on. Like strap the girl on. How Any not? dragon that flips over in midair is going to lose its rider. So it's like, why yeah. are they so surprised by this thing? Like, you're supposed to hold on and you know they they spend a lot of time training these people and i understand that they have more soldiers than dragons but they still spend a lot of time they sink in a lot of resources into training these people and then they have no safety measures like like even the most minor things to just protect their investment a little bit it's like couldn't hold on so that'll fall back to the school too why why if you're in this massive battle with another country do you have a school set up to murder each other yeah that it's perfectly okay you know you're bad you're dead uh, yeah it, it, uh, I'm, I'm not keen on the premise of the school i don't understand the logic of the premise of the school well, we're not talking about talking about that yet we're talking danger. about pilot 
talk about violet right are we we're going we're... to talk about that yes. later because yes. i would have another yes. point okay yes okay <laughs> we're, we're talking about main characters right now so i'm gonna bring you guys back so yes i did also appreciate the fact that she got a saddle like there was and then i appreciated the fact that her dragon was like yeah you can have a saddle you need it when they were like, no, the dragons are too uppity. They will never allow you to saddle them. Like, that was supposed to be the explanation as to why they didn't have a saddle. And he's like, yeah, give me a saddle. And then he's like a little he was proud. the other one. <laughs> the other one's like baby carrying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I have a problem with it. Um, I did appreciate the fact while she came off as smart, I found it interesting that her smart was in regurgitation. She knew information and recited it. It wasn't necessarily that she had significant critical thinking skills. Yeah, or strategic. Yeah, she wasn't like, like when some... Liam's like, kill the riders because they're powering the wyverns. And she's like, yeah, we'll get around to that. And it's like, yeah, girl, girl, <laughs> what, what's going on there? So her ability in, in terms of her intelligence was she just knew where to remember stuff from. Um, so I did appreciate that, that it was that she was just like all knowing and she just magically always finds the right book. You you get the sense that throughout the entire thing, she is regurgitating information to the point where her other classmates are like, are you going to start talking to yourself again? Can we just do this without you reciting things in order to get through this? Because like the rest of us don't need the lesson right now. Um, <laughs> so I appreciated that. I will say I also appreciated the fact that when it was clear that she was at a disadvantage, there was time invested and we were told as a reader that time was spent to try to physically help her with this. She was doing the weightlifting training. She was trying to repeat the combat and she was not great at combat. She figured out how to first poison every person she came across and then, you know, how to get through the rest of the battles. But we were given a character who we see that she physically had to invest time, months, into building herself up to be where she's at by the end of it, um, which is really nice because usually they just, they're magically just strong enough and they just, you know, can do it. Yeah. Well, and, and then mean, ultimately she's competent, she's never... but she's not like excellent. Yeah. Yeah. By the end of it. And ultimately she never was strong enough. She had to go to the saddle. Yeah. Yeah. There was an acknowledgement. It was never going to happen. What she wanted to happen, she was never going to make happen. Well, and Faden um, made her the special special knives because he daggers because yeah. he realized that the, the way she has to hold daggers doesn't work for really well. I'm not quite sure how he made them special. I I don't know if that visually made sense to you guys, but um, I did definitely appreciate the fact that he also like made her weapons that better suit her body's capabilities. I think it was more along the lines of her hand size. I, okay. I know that I, because I, I do have small hands, I like particular knives because they're smaller in my hand. The yeah. handle is, not necessarily the blade, but the handle yeah. is smaller. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was that or if like it was like a curved handle or something. I don't know. He just like, the description at that part was a little weird for me that I couldn't visualize what it was supposed to be. So, any other thoughts on Violet or do you guys ready to discuss Satan? I'm good. Hmm. Okay, Sarah. What are your thoughts on Satan? I mean... I feel like I already talked about this when we were texting, so... I know, but the, know. the people are not aware of your text, so... I know, but I have to then repeat what I've already said. Um, 
Zayden. I liked Zayden. I mean, he he was a resand clone, mostly, you know. Um, but but you like resand. I do. I do. Oh yeah. It's just weird when you find that same character in a different book written by a different author. It's just you know makes it feel like maybe they uh. I feel like he wasn't as soft as Rethand is. Well, we haven't. We've only been in book one. That's true. So you know, book one where we met Rethand, we didn't see much softness from him either. So That's I'm true. just worried. I'm still worried that he's going to go like all super soft. Like I'm the perfect man. You know, whatever. But, I always you know, know I how like the right him. things they say to make you more impressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I did like him in this book, Zayden, not Resand. Although, again, not much of a difference there. Um, I mean, the shadow powers, the black hair, uh, <laughs> I guess the gold flecked eyes, like you mentioned, Flar has gold eyes. Yeah. Resand does not. So there's that. Um, yeah, no, he, he was an attractive character. Um, I would like to learn more about him, what he's been up to. Well, you know, he sacrificed his entire life to keep a secret and protect the lives of 107 children. Yeah. And he got you can't get more stuck it. under the mountain for 50 years if you try. Yeah, yeah, really. Like, okay. okay. <laughs> Um, okay, but otherwise you liked him. He satisfi- satisfies your male character itch, for lack of better description. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Please don't phrase it like that ever again. <laughs> your male yeah. character preferences? Dark hair, dark eyes, kind of like... Violent to all, but his chosen person. Evil, but is not evil, but you know... Seems that way at the start, kind of hostile to the main character. Like, yes, that's what I like to see. So I realized what you like, and and this is a term that I've come across, and I don't know if you know what the term is. Are you familiar with uh, WUMP? W-H-U-M-P? Yeah, I'm familiar with that as like a, um, a genre of fanfic. I feel like that is your preference. Where violent, but not like wouldn't let others touch their their precious person. <laughs> no, I, I guess that's yeah. Is that what Wump refers yeah. to? Because I'm yeah. used to seeing it more in like a hurt comfort sort of. Well, that's um, what I meant. That's what it, I thought it was. Well, that's really kind of what I was thinking. Hurt comfort is is in the that that idea that like only you get to be the one to like pick at the person you care about, but if anyone else like tries to pick at them, yeah, I guess yeah, I like that. Okay, when you said like only you, like I was thinking of like really possessive, like you know, not letting the character interact. With no, 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 so no, like, no, just, no, that's not really. No, no, no I don't just, think. Hello. Yeah. Womp, I don't see think Womp is what you. you think it is. I know. I don't think Womp is what you think it is. Who? Because I just looked it up, and it says a genre of fan fiction in which character endures injury, torture, or other forms of physical and mental suffering. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> if it also has, like, comfort at the end. 
Yeah, and it gen- yeah, it generally ends with comfort. But yeah, it's it's the I don't like hurt uh, no comfort. I don't click on those fics. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I feel like this still. No, I wouldn't get. I wouldn't. Well, like I you could see that gotten... type of character in Wom with Wom. I was gonna. But, yeah. well, I just don't think we've hit the comfort phase yet. He hasn't we're... been hurt yet. No, he hurt her. Oh well, no, I don't. His devastating lie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So, what about you, Kim? What do you think of Zayden? I like how brutally. I hate his name. I just want to point that out. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. I'm indifferent. I keep wanting to call him Xander, and then I just think of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, gross. (laughs) Um. I like how brutally cruel he is. I like the fact that he is willing to actually make the sacrifice. He's 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 willing to actually let her fight, let her sacrifice, not sacrifice herself, but be in danger. Um, he's willing to let others die in order to persevere what he needs done. Persevere is the wrong word. Sorry. But you know what I mean. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. So, I... One of the reasons why this book, this book was picked is because it reminded us of Dragon Riders of Pern. And these two constantly, if you've listened to the podcast, these two mentioned Dragon Riders of Pern, Dragon Riders of Pern, Dragon Riders of Pern. I haven't read it in like 15 years. So I was like, okay, I need to go into this knowing knowing the details. And so I listened to Dragonflight. One, I thought it was so much longer in my memory. Oh, like no. it, it like I listened to it and I like at double speed. It was like only an hour and like 20 minutes. Yes. It was actually a um written for a magazine. Ah, okay. Anyways, it's a it's a short it's meant to be a short story. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So for me, I wanted to remember the dynamics of the characters. And Lisa and Salar are very much Violet and Zayden. And I know people are like, oh, this reminds me of like Scholomance meets Aragon. It very much makes me kind of think of Scholomance, but it makes me think of Dragon Riders of Pur. Wait, people think, how? Because of the killing school. Oh, but not the characters, right? No, 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 not the characters. I feel like the setting is supposed to be the school. I was like, I am insulted on behalf of the characters of the school. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 It's it's the environment. Yeah, the environment is more the, you know, willing to send their children off to die because it's better than whatever, yeah. But this very much made me think of Falar and Lysa. And that's because Lisa and Flar have that weird dynamic where Flar is willing to let her take the risks. Even when she jumps back, it wasn't ever, no, you do you can't do this. It was, you can't do it yet. And then she did it and he just like panicked. Um, but he was willing to risk her in various situations. He was willing to kind of do some like sketchy things in order to make himself weird man. The weir leader, um, which very much reminds me of Zayden. Um, there's the the golden eyes, and Zayden has the black eyes with golden flecks. I was like, that's pretty. 
pretty close. And then there's the the whole fact that Slar's soft spot is for his half-brother. And Zayden has a soft spot for his foster brother. Um, slash his cousin, I did, yeah. And so, like, there's, like, a weird... Wait, are you saying Liam was his cousin? Because no, 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 you talking Liam... about Bodhi? I was talking about Garrett. Garrett. Oh, Garrett. good God. <laughs> we'll get there. They're secondary characters. I'm focusing on Lace and Flar versus Violet okay. and Zayden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in terms of if Zayden has particular people that he is kind to and allows himself to be funny with and chill with. And Falar was the same way. Falar is like high intensity, doesn't really have like a chill point. And then he has that like one person that he legitimately cares about. And we get that with Satan too. And then there's the fact that the biggest issue that Lisa and Falar have in Dragonflight is communication. Who else do we know who has issues with communication? Every protagonist in their love interest ever. Yes, Sarah. <laughs> but in this case, not I'm wrong. representing Violet and Satan um, to the point where in Dragonflight, Lisa goes, why didn't you tell me this? If you had told me this, then I would know what to do. And Falar says, well, I didn't... didn't he wasn't able to. Yeah, I, did, I couldn't. And we have almost verbatim, almost the same conversations happen where Violet's like, if you had told me this, then I would have not responded the way you think I would have. I would have helped you. Of course I would have come out here and had this fight. I still would have ended up here. And he's saying, well, I couldn't tell you. So, anyways, that is my petition that this is a Dragon Riders-inspired book. Whether you guys agree with me or not. <laughs> but I did like this. No, I, I think it most definitely is. Um... I think too many people fall back on Aragon um, because they that that history is lost now. People don't realize that that writer, as a child, completely and blatantly and acknowledged yeah. openly plagiarized Dragon Riders and plagiarized Lord of the Rings um, when he wrote his book. Together. Yeah, and and to the point Wait, where he I actually acknowledged that he did. Yes, he says they inspired them, but he was fifteen and had been just graduated homeschooling. So he then wrote these books and then got his book published. Um, so yes, I, I don't think and he was labeled a wonder kid because he wrote a book at at fifteen, which yeah. don't even get me started. But anyway. <laughs> So I can't. I've tried to read them twice. I can't read them. They're they're. It's like why would I read this when I can just go read Dragon Riders, which is you know, infinitely better. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So are we ready to rate our main characters? Yep. Okay, Kim. What do you rate the main character category at? I was hoping you would go. You know, not with me first because you went with me first last time. Did I have to um, go with Sarah first? Hi, Sarah, what no, would you rate? Thank you. I need more time. I just need a second. <laughs> okay, well, I'll go then. 6.75. 6.75, okay. Man, because you had me comparing Satan and Violet at the same time. And I, 
I gave Violet a five and a, I don't remember what I gave Zane, maybe an 8.5. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. What about you, Kim? I'm going to go with the six. I don't, I don't think they're overly unique, um, but <laughs> not unique at all. I just liked Satan. He was hot. <laughs> are, you, are you speaking for me or yourself there? Herself. Totally herself. Me. Okay. 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 She does not expect you to find a 20 year old male child, man child. Thank God. I, I mean, I would also not find a 20. I just imagined him older in my head. Oh, I imagined both of them older. Um, but yeah, I'll go with the six. Okay. I am going to go with a seven. Um, I like Satan. I don't mind Satan. Honestly, what bumps it up for me is the disability rep as the main character. It, it really honestly was handled, I think, pretty solidly. And I know from a lot of people who have disabilities themselves who have been talking about this book, they've been loving the representation. So I, I want to bump it up because I probably would have put it at a six without the, the disability rep. Um, but keeping that in mind, I, I think that earns that that one point is giving that. And I enjoyed having Lisa and Falar style vibes. I was not against that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now our next category is Secondary characters. So this is all other characters. And I I, I just have... realized I put my shirt on inside out. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. I'm gonna get us started. Because once again, I experienced secondary character syndrome. Whereupon you would think I would learn. I can't help it. I really can't. Whereupon I fell in love with a secondary character, Liam, and then they died. And that happens to me more times than it should. Um, I like this sweet, caring, supportive secondary characters, male, female, what they be. Love them. Um, and then I love the dragons. I loved the dragons, the dynamic between Karen and Anadrea, Anadra, Anadra, I think. And Anadra. and Darna. And Darna, I loved it. I it was so cute, and then it just like catapulted when he flipped her in, so they could go for the long flight. And I was just like, oh my god, this is a dragon baby carrier, and I love it. <laughs> what did you guys think? Of the dragons. Um, um, or every single yeah. side character. Anything you want to talk about that falls under secondary character category? You want to go first, Sarah, or you want me to go? I mean, I liked the dragons, yes. Um, again, Andarna was just basically uh I don't Ruth. know how to pronounce the dragon. I don't know if it's Ruth or Ruth, so I was like, I don't know how you say it. Ruth, okay. It's Ruth. Basically, you don't know the white dragon from Dragon Riders of Pern. Yes, because Andarna was a special gold dragon. Ruth was a special white dragon, both undersized, although Andarna is a hatchling who is now fully grown within the last couple days of the end of the book. Um, both with quirky personalities. Both with quirky personalities, both with temporal special abilities, because Ruth always knows what time he's in, and Andarna can actually stop time, which... 
by using that ability makes it look like they're teleporting um to other characters so then you've got dragon teleportation much like, like the every dragon of pern yeah um so yeah i there's a lot of lot of pern there going on um and then Taryn reminded me of, of i mean probably kind of like ramoth a little bit because i think she was uh she could be sassy um oh see he kind of reminded me of like um nemeth yeah him too although i also couldn't remember his name in the moment sorry um but okay. also having the big black dragon also reminded me of Temerair from his majesty's dragon so i was just getting a lot of different um dragon vibes <laughs> yeah dragon vibes but yeah I, I liked him i liked how he like interacted with violet again like i told you i did hear him as sean connery uh his voice <laughs> um which kind of made me think of dragon heart that old movie yeah um yeah i was thinking about that afterwards i was like yeah i was like Sean Connery or James McAvoy? I could totally imagine James McAvoy that doesn't have a deep enough voice. Oh, you've not listened to him do Sandman. He can get deep. Basically, I just heard you guys say that all dragons are Scottish. (laughs) I was like, I mean, (laughs) well, I mean, half these dragons have like Irish looking names. So, yeah, yeah. let's be clear. (laughs) Which obviously is not the same as Scottish, but you know, regionally, they're. Pretty close. close. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not quite sure how I feel about the whole two dragons bonding to her thing. That felt a little, I don't know, a little too special. Um, I think we're going to find out there's a reason for that later. I think we're going to find I would hope that. so because other than just like the timey-wimey stuff didn't really serve any particular purpose thus far. Uh, especially since she used her time powers to save a guy who just died later on in the book. Oh, yeah. No, I think we're gonna find. She- Ouch. We're gonna. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna find out that she's um, kind of like toothless. She's she's a special breed that they don't know anything about, and and she's special because you know that's how these books work. Um, but she wasn't ready yet. But Violet was ready, and so Taryn came in to patch it over yeah i was gonna i was kind of saying something like that it's i think her true bond is with a baby dragon um because she showed up and was out there specifically to find someone and i think Taryn has chosen to bond with her because he realized one she needed the, the baby dragon needed the protection and two, because they needed some way to bond Violet to Zayden. And I apologize for the barking. I think there's someone at the front door, but um, can't hear any barking. I didn't hear it. Oh, okay, but I think I think Taryn is only there because um to to force Zayden and Violet to work together, as opposed to allowing the two sides of the kingdom to be separated as they are. Uh, particularly because it got to the end there. And he's like, yeah, why wouldn't we fly with the, not the wyverns, the um, griffins. The griffins. He's like, yeah, why wouldn't we right. fly with them? Uh, implying that all along the dragons have kind of been playing 
a long con in this situation. So that's my opinion on that. What did you think of the dragons, Kim? I like dragons. I like the fact that we get more direct conversation with these dragons than we did with uh, Dragon Riders of Pern. The way that Anne McCaffrey chose to write it is you never really, yeah. you never really got the dragon's voice um, in, in like direct communication. It was more just and this dragon said that and that dragon said that, um, or the writer conveyed what the dragon said. Uh, so I like that a lot. I liked how, uh, <laughs> how grumpy uh, Taryn was. Um, <laughs> the fact that he's just like I am, well, almost the biggest here, and you know, no, he was that. the I, biggest. Nah, nah, the leader of the army, the general of the armies, his dragon was bigger. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he was the sec. He's the second biggest dragon. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Which is just going to pit those two against each other, and we're going to find out. Terrence is a better fighter, but anyway, <laughs> that's that's die fighting him in order to prolong something and then um baby dragon because i can't say that name will become the biggest dragon and stop the general because i in think that scenario if he dies sagel will die zayden will die and then possibly violet too yeah we kind of are setting and up then, to the point where someone will be doesn't... fine I feel like we're setting up to a point where some, like that's going to be broken. Like, how do you set up a rule like that and not break it? Yeah, what is it? It's uh, dragons can survive without a rider, but a rider cannot survive without a dragon. I mean, Violet does have two dragons. Without its rider, so... is a rider without its dragon is dead. Yeah. For some reason, Kim, you're coming through really crackly for me. I don't know if that's the case for Sarah, too. She is not coming through crackly, but she's breaking up. Like, okay. It's stuttering, kind of. I'm getting a lot of blinky. Um, I wonder if I got kicked out of... No, I'm still on. Anyway, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm hotel. No. I can do. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know either. I think something about the hotel. I'm assuming she's talking about the hotel Wi-Fi. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, But yeah, I feel like when you put that kind of like gun on the table, you actually commit to showing that that gun can go off. Or not, I don't know. I know this analogy isn't working. Basically, we've been shown it's that like, it we does, already saw the gun go off when Liam got killed. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it, I mean, yes and no. What I'm saying is, is when you set it up that this does have consequences, that means at some point it's going to break. That it's going to not do what it's supposed to. It's too. I mean, it's kind of like all throughout Dragonflight. It's oh, queens can't can't fly. Queens can't fight thread. Um, only but that's that's a social construct. That's not that's not a premise in the in the meat of true. or in the in the. Okay, so are there any other main characters you guys want to discuss? Side characters, yeah, secondary characters. Sorry, I'm tired. I don't. I found it very frustrating that all of Zayden's crew. We're kind of thrown at us at the end, like we know who knew who they all were when we all only actually really got just like the one girl and then his two, you know, his 
his wing seconds. Um, yeah. They they kind of were there. We had Liam, and then we had the girl, and then all of a sudden there were all these other characters that were that were in the in the battle in the end, and it, and but they were spoken of as if they were part of the whole story all along. I felt like they should have been delved into more. Yeah, yeah, it, it was kind of. I feel like, and I'd have to go back and reread it. I feel like they were vaguely mentioned at times. Um, yeah, but it also is that weird. Like I don't. We spent so much time with her dealing with Jack that I feel like a lot of those other characters got, like, pushed down in their importance because we were too busy with this artificial problem of Jack for half the book. Um, so then we only have Imogene and Liam and then Garrick that I recall yeah. being discussed. I think this I mean, book would have been much better served not to be written in first person. Yeah. Plus, I mean, at the very end, we've got all these these other, well, not all these other characters, just a couple, like Soleil and um, was there another one besides Soleil who was there that we didn't know the name of? Or that we hadn't seen before? The Griffin Riders? So, not really. No, no, well, I mean, the were, Griffin Riders didn't matter. No, 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 there was another dragon, there was a male dragon rider that dies because it's like if if the author bothered to like make us get attached to Soleil and this other character then Soleil dies that character dies and then Liam dies it just kind of oh. takes the emotional impact away from Liam and so that's mm. why I feel like she just kind of wanted some extra fodder in there to be like look how lethal these things are and then you know make it believable when Liam then dies yeah hurt that hurt yeah if there was a time to figure out when to break or how to break the death bond, <laughs> that would have been yeah. a good time to figure it out. But oh man, yeah. yeah, I I almost like we got to that point and I was like, man, I almost would have perverted a bit Zayden. It's funny too because I definitely had thought you had read this book. I mean, I know it just came out, but I thought you like read it like right yeah. as soon as it came out, and then you wanted to reread it with us. So when you said you liked <laughs> Liam, so like all this was happening, and I was like, so is he actually? So I didn't really think he was going to die. And then as it was getting further along, I was like, I don't see how this is not going to result in him dying. And then he did die. And I was like, does Amberly, has she actually read this? Does she know nope. he's going to die? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Because if you text, I was like, oh. Yeah, when we were, yeah. Because we were having some sort of conversation and she talked about how much she loved Liam. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, it was like there goes second character syndrome. Yep, she's gonna cry. <laughs> oh, I was so I was like 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 angry face cussing, tearing up. I was like, no, we spent so much time getting to know this character, and he was so sweet. Yep, he was. Well, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, well, I think it's a split, but I, I, he was essentially like Fenor, but really to take the risk of killing Fenor, and I prefer Fenor to Flar. Again, secondary character. Um, hey, at least Nor doesn't die. Yeah, but I feel like there's a certain point where he was supposed to. I could have sworn. Well, I mean, he almost dies, but he doesn't. Yeah, yeah but flies I to the red star. Yeah, and well, I, and I have sworn like I. It's been so long that Anne McCaffrey said that she was going to kill him, and that she like realized how attached fans were to him that she couldn't go through with it. 
but I'm not sure. It's been so Possibly. long. Possibly. Possibly. I don't I I yeah. don't have recollection of that. So But either way, he was very like and even as I was reading rereading Dragonflight at the same time, like the playful, like affectionate banter going on between Liam and Zayden was very Falar and Fenor. Um like See, the closest I'll give you is Fenor and, and, and Lysa and and Liam and too. Violet. I, I don't really see the um I don't see the Fenor and Falar connection with Liam and, and Zayden. Well, but it, I, I, I can see where you're coming from, but it it isn't resonating with me that I don't, way. I don't think we so much as got the interactions that really showed it. I think Liam implied that it was there. And then, yes, definitely Lace and Fenor dynamics. But, like, that that sense of this, this person's, like, taking care of me and protected me. I'm responsible to them. I'm kind of their, their person they rely on. Um, you know, in Dragonflight, Falar was willing to send Fenor to the southern continent back in time, even though he knew it might kill him. You know, Zayden was willing to let Liam guard Violet, even though it could be a risky death for him if someone tried to attack him. I don't know. It's just like, there's just certain vibes. They were yeah, no, I, I don't disagree, but yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you guys think of Jack? I thought he was a useless character. I I didn't understand the whole point yeah. behind that. I also there don't was... understand the rationale of the school prioritizing a character like that who's just like a sociopath who just kills people. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. understand why that would be an acceptable thing. Especially he's he's the added the, the impression I got was he was willing to kill even into the future. He he was clearly yeah. A serial killer. He was yeah. a sociopath or a psychopath. He, he it wasn't just that he he had a killer view, you know, like yeah. uh, like I'm gonna be he craved you know, it. all badass. He was a serial killer. Yeah. yeah. So I I thought he was an absolutely useless character. I think it played to nothing in the entire story. I don't think it served any purpose other than to give her a big win at some point. Yeah. Um. I, I thought it was absolutely pointless. And then when it ends, it ends. And, and then we yeah. just move into the real story. It, it's like, it wasn't even like really so satisfying. It wasn't even satisfying no. when she finally gets one over on him. I was like, okay, that's done. Let's move on. Um, yeah. Then, then there is a character that I know Sarah just loves. Dane. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? I just had like selective amnesia about him. So I was like, what are secondary <laughs> characters are there? Rhiannon and uh like Imogen and but like Dane didn't even like register what a douche canoe yeah. man that <laughs> that guy just, he just <laughs> needed to take like a long walk off a short cliff or something and just not be around at all because I've never liked the whole childhood friend love interest in the first place yeah it's not a, a big win for me either and then no, no, it's, it's, it's just awful. like my god this controlling asshole reads her mind without her consent oh well and the implication Nasty. is that he's been doing it her you know well no i guess it, it, no because he wouldn't have the ability until after he yeah the dragon. Um, 
or sorry, what do they call it here? Not impressing. Impressing is dragging over <laughs> Threshing. After threshing. But then there's there's threshing and then there's the channeling. After threshing, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, I, I couldn't stand him. He was a prick. And she I, was like, like, defending him or tolerating him for way too long in this book. Like, oh, just man. way too fucking long. Just, yeah. Like, the minute yeah. he tried to push her into scribes, she should have been done with him at that point. But no, she just kept tolerating. I mean, I, I know he was her squad leader or whatever, but, like, Jesus fucking Christ, that was just unnecessary. I would have preferred more time with Jack, honestly. <sighs> oh, and you know... Serial killer yeah. was better than Dane. You know <laughs> he's going to become a bad character. Well, of course, he's like lawful evil. Is he going to be Weasley bad character, where he's just, or is he going to go evil? Well, the I mean, he'll be evil in the sense that he'll be totally loyal to this corrupt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I also wonder, like, it just hit me. I wonder if he'll go venom. If something will happen, and he'll go venom. I don't think he can though. He's bonded to a dragon, so I think he has to become unbonded. And then that would probably, you know, there's a, that hasn't been discovered yet. Yeah, so. but I just like, because they kept talking about how no one's allowed to have mind reading powers. But he does. But no one except for Violet and Zayden know that he, his what his ability is. Well, I mean, leadership knows. Yeah, but I yeah. meant in general troops. And like, there's some implication that like, he shouldn't. It's really funny for a guy who does not want to break the rules. It sounds like he, he is the, the breaking of the rule. The breaking of the rule. But his like, power is not controllable. I know, but I just, you know, that's not going to be, that's not going to go down well. He's going to be a problem. I hope oh, she well, knows he's him. been a problem. <laughs> I meant a more serious problem. Or maybe Zayden. I'd love a showdown where Zayden just fucking annihilates him. I, I would be down for that. And for the most part, I was, like, tolerating him up until I found out he had totally read her thoughts. I was like, nope, nope. We are, I am not a person who agrees to not Oh, no, the very first time that he went against her wishes, I was done with him. The minute he showed up in the book, I was done with him. I was like, oh, God, not this trope. <laughs> I know you were, you were like, oh, I hate this guy. Tell me he goes away. <laughs> and he hadn't even shown all his true colors at that point. I just <laughs> didn't want it. I hate that whole trope where it's like you have the... The girl, her love interest, and then like the boy she grew up with, like yeah, Grisha all over again. And the one she she wants from her childhood, but she's got to become a woman and realize that the man's the man and the boy is the, the boy. boy. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. It's the Grisha yeah. Okay, so with all of that in mind, it is time to rate secondary characters. Who wants to go first? This is I'll difficult prefer. because we're putting the dragons with all this sludge. So like, so just like right, the but sludge characters are 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 important characters too, and and as side characters, I think great side characters. I think you check with that. She said, "If I understood the what." W- 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 that the author actually did a really good job of creating a bunch of dynamic side characters, and the sledge characters are also important. Um, because you Whether have to have... Bad. Yes. Yeah, I, you I, that's have to exactly have what I said. 
how did you That's understand weird, my because all I heard was because uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I know your brain well enough and I heard sludge Funny. characters side important so so I gave it a solid nine a nine nice you were digging those side characters yeah. that's mine not yours nine okay what about you Sarah uh, I'm giving it a six. Six. I give it a nine as well. And, and honestly, I would give it a ten if it wasn't for Jack and yep. his pointlessness. Um, yep. Because Liam and the Dragons alone were a solid nine. I could have just spent pages of Liam and the Dragons interacting if I was Violet, and I would have been okay with that. It was adorable. It was great. I loved it. It gutted me. Need I say more? Okay, so then our next category is plausibility. And I don't know about you guys, but all I can think of is those goddamn sex scenes. <laughs> and all no. of the broken... I mean, I was like, plausibility of dragons existing in magic. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no, plausibility, we can have a little bit of wiggle room of, like, if there's, like, a scenario that is just not, just not plausible. Obviously, yeah. certain fantasy okay, elements so- are not plausible. So... Yes, the furniture breaking is stupid. It, it's it's a stupid writing thing. Who is actually going to go around slamming each other into furniture and not causing damage to their own bodies? But breaking they're so engrossed body in furniture. That, yeah, that and wood is going to arm bar broke the before Violet did. Uh, yeah, the worst arm bar on the face of the planet. And then but the whole lightning the whole... orgasm. <laughs> Let me finish a sentence. <laughs> the fact that she is setting fire to the forests every time she fucking orgasms. People are endangered because she is having sex. I mean, I guess it's a good thing that she I mean, at the very least they're getting woken up. It. Yeah, it's like good God. And how do you not? I mean, and and we'll take it to Dragon Riders of Pern again. When the dragons have sex, everybody knows. But it's acknowledged. Everybody is typically that, also you know, having well, sex at that point, though. Exactly, and and you know, it's a it's a it's a noisy affair. These are large animals. It's gonna happen. But setting, it, I, there was damage to the fortress because they had sex. Not just her furniture to the fortress. fortress. Yeah, the lightning was parapets. Yeah. This is. Stupid. This is stupid. It it it's it's it and how do you sustain this? How you do you know, sustain like, this? It, oh, which what happened? Just you guys know orgasms. Yeah, well, just so you guys know, there are five books plotted for this this series. Is there? It only shows two. The author on said that on. No, she she said it on. So TikTok four more day. after this one, or five more after this one? Yeah, five total. I told or more. Okay. Ah, the wish when oh, she sold the series, it was plotted to five. It is, I mean, and that's what that's where I'm getting at. How do you sustain this? You 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 started at a billion. How do you yeah. how do you sustain? Although writing this this, this kind that of sex scenes, not, it's just like that whatever. Was not a great billion. It's not a great billion. You, are, I've read you better about? The, the, the sex scene. Oh, the, I've the, read the better. Sex scene, yes. Well, yeah, because it was just slamming against furniture and walls. 
I, I was so waiting for them to fall out the window. I really could only just picture the grate <laughs> and the mother falling out the window. And I'm like, he's just yeah, going to keep yeah, going yeah. and Violet's going to fall. And Terry is going to be too far away to catch her. He'd catch her with his shadows. It would be fine. Oh my God. Well, and then that's the other yeah, thing. Is I'm yeah. so tired of shadows having like physicality. Shadows being a physical them. entity. Like, like yeah. That's not really shadow. That's just like, I don't know, dark matter manipulation. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I hate that. And it keeps coming up in books. Like, so far, as far as I can tell, Azrael was... Because Reed was super popular, so... Yeah. Um, but, but I don't think Reese could... Could Reese manipulate shadows? I'm pretty I, I sure thought, that was his whole thing. I think that was only Azrael. Azrael's... Azrael no, Azrael could go into shadows. Shadows, okay. And he could talk to them, so, like, he could spy on people. Yeah. But no, Reese had, like, the physical attacky oh, things with shadows. I hate and... it shadows like that's like can we come up with a new way to use shadows and shadows that can hold out against lightning i feel like something that is pure light is going to break shadows i I don't know the physics behind light and shadows but like (laughs) shadow is the absence of light if you're pulsing light into a room yes how would the shadow stand up to the light well it's not even just light at that point if it's lightning it's you know yeah superheated air so it's just like really really hot yeah so that i did that i did not find that was that was a struggle with the plausibility um i did find it funny and it felt more dragon riders of fern like when the dragons were mating and they were like sexually charged and drawn towards each other i was like oh i did i thought that was funny (laughs) but yeah that's Straight out of Dragon Riders, also. Yeah. So, but yeah, man. Everything else, I was like, in terms of a fantasy book, I could handle, like the plausibility. But oh, the sex scenes. That yeah. Just, just there. That was the portion that took me out of the book. I think I even like. I gotta pull my notes up because I, I took. I wrote notes. I had words coming out of me that I had to write down because of this uh let's see here what did I say notes and highlights well I'll I'll go into so so they're off they're they're traveling off to go to their their battle and they they go off she's sore because she's been writing and so he started giving her massage and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Is this worse? Is it worse that they're going to have sex now than, than when they had sex in the middle of the battle scene in that other fucking book? And I'm like, I'm like, I stopped. I stopped reading. I'm like, I, I can't, I can't read this. I can't read them having sex again. Only to then come back to it and fine, I'm going to power through this. And then they got interrupted by the, the one person showing up. But yeah, I was yeah. like, I, yeah. yeah, no, when that was starting, I was like, I don't, I don't want to do this. You have been riding on a dragon for multiple hours i just don't envision dragon travel to be hygienic and like sexy and yeah Yeah. no i was like "Mm, mm." just i can't yeah Yeah, it was it was some of the rougher sex scenarios i've i've read it just like it wasn't well written still not as bad as in the dirt in the bottom of a well Oh no, that definitely is the like <laughs> that was like physically repulsive to read. Yeah, um yeah, like that was not 
good. Um, but wait, the one where it was in the middle of the battle, weren't they in like a carriage? Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Weren't there corpses in the carriage? Like, didn't they no, kill people in they that pushed, carriage before? They, 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 they just okay. So there's just some blood on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. Okay. That or like when gross, those two but... characters had sex after digging up a dead body in that one novella we read. That was uh, pretty gross too. Yeah. yeah. That was but pretty... they weren't. Although, did they? They didn't shower after digging up that dead body, so they were probably like covered in dirt and stuff. Yeah. Well, and I, graveyard I... dirt. You know, that's worse. <laughs> and touching the corpse because they had to touch it and like yeah. roll it up. And... Well, the well, <laughs> yeah. I think, is the worst. I'm sorry. So, yeah, kind of water and like standing water and just, yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Mud, mud and, and like physically get yeah, like, animals. like with their hand. Animals oh. die in the bottom of those things all the time. It's just yeah. gross. Decomposing. Uh, yeah. Anyone who's wondering, this was a book we read a while ago on the podcast. Do not listen the to hex, the episode. The Hex Yourself? Go Hex Yourself, which is a uh, a Raylo fan fiction with a wizard and a witch, and just like, oh, that, no, that one, I really think is, like, my, like, top one worst sex scene I've ever read. That one, like... Did they have full-on sex? Or no, that was the problem. Her? No, because you guys were like, oh, no, you know, they were having sex, and, you know, he can, and I was like, no, he fingered her with his dirty hand, and you guys, yeah. in the recording, you're like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, all the yeah. douches in the world ain't gonna clean that out oh. Ugh. okay anyways going beyond that <laughs> uh, is there any other plausibility things that you guys want to discuss well, or... I mean again the plausibility of a military school training these dragon riders and then just letting them die ridiculously yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing too is that Professor Carr the professor of the channeling magic yeah. he even mentions to Violet that it's like he had a theory or he suspected that having like a physical disability was like a handicap for having a very strong channeling power. Yeah. He says this. Yeah. And yet they continue to weed out anyone who might have a disability and therefore would potentially have a very powerful channeling ability. Like, where is the logic in that? So you're just like yeah. weeding out for the strongest physical people who just have extremely average abilities then. By your own so i was just like that doesn't make a lot of sense yeah um, yeah and i don't even know i i guess we'll get more information but i still don't understand like the logic behind trying to like keep all the the venom stuff secret from the rest of the kingdom like i just don't see how that's a long-term solution so i assume we'll get more background on that and it might make sense so you know where now, i went with that in my mind is if we were to take this to the real world and if we found out that aliens were actually real, then we would have to acknowledge that the government kept alien life from us. And that's that's the closest I could get to that making any sense, is they think the masses are going to freak out. Um, but none of that is real. So, it you know, it, it, it makes... Yeah, yeah it doesn't make any sense whatsoever so yeah that's that's another and it's, it seems like they're just crippling themselves because if they're not yeah. working with the other people and their their wards are getting weaker they keep losing more dragon riders so it's like this is not a winning strategy this does not make sense this is not a rational course of action it's just setting up to make them just more bad guys and i don't know there's yeah. just a general weakness there that i'm not too fond of yeah i yeah. think i think removing the how deadly the school is element might have 
been a wiser choice in terms of plausibility. Um, but I don't think, I think it's a catching hook for people. You know, we, there is a lot yeah, I mean, like, of there's these, the like, deadly there's competitions. The romance, yeah. Which I've never, or like, the Maze Runner. And yeah. what's that one that's like, Dauntless oh, and divergent that divergent. One, yeah 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 all like, that crap i think it's and playing think, into that marketable element and i think to make it dangerous and to remove the school from as being the danger which it should have been removed if you're yeah. if you're training your military force you're not killing them during training that that, yeah. that is not a financially productive goal yeah. um that meant the dragons had to be dangerous yeah and i don't think she was willing to have the, but dragons. the dragons were dangerous yeah i know but they weren't the problem is, yes, is we were then were. getting too close to the impressing in dragon riders of Pern, where that's the deadliest Maybe, moment yeah. someone interacts with the dragon is when they bond or you know make the impression because even a dragonflight it mentions it that it's deadly and then Lar says oh well let's have them meet the eggs beforehand and suddenly it wasn't as deadly um so i think this was a way to not make it two dragon riders occurred while still making the dragon bonding experience intense and selective so yeah and i feel like that made sense but yeah the rest of the elements of the school yeah like the ninja warrior course that they had to go on (laughs) so that you could climb the side of a dragon um and Tara just what all like, the dragon had up. to do was leg out <laughs> like a fucking ramp yep <laughs> yeah <laughs> or toss you onto their back with their claw is that thought of fucking hurt yeah no like, like yeah. that, and that was I think that's a, that was the only other thing where he, we kept talking about Tara, Taryn throwing her up into the air to land back on his back and I'm like Oh, that! It's like he better be catching her very close to when she like starts to fall back down, because otherwise she's going to be coming down real hard. That, but just even like the the, the falling, like the the landing back into seating, I'm just like, oh, that has to hurt. We got a scaly dragon, and you're you're doing the splits on top of. We watched that in. We watched that in with Toothless. I can't remember the name of the movie. Um. We, you know, that's shown there. How to Train Your Dragon. That that's shown yeah. all throughout that. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, I was just like, oh man, and no saddle. I was like, oh, that's kind of that's gotta hurt. This isn't this isn't no someone vaulting. This isn't someone vaulting a horse with no saddle, where you're the one controlling your toss up. The dragon is tossing you up. Yeah. No. The no mm. the no saddle makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Okay, so let's rate plausibility because we still have a couple more categories to go and we've been talking for a little bit now. So, Sarah, what's your plausibility score? Uh, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm really like on the low end of the spectrum here, but at the same time, I'm going to give it like a three. Okay. So Sarah's plausibility is a three. Kim. So in thinking about this, the, the, the plausibility is going to be a weird rating because we're always going to focus on the things that aren't plausible. So the the, the numbers are always going to be low um, because that's what we're going to discuss is the things that aren't plausible. Yeah. Um, but I, I also gave it a three. 
A three? Okay. I mean, like, we might just have discussions where we don't really have much to say about plausibility and it ends up having a high score because it's like, eh, Or someone impresses us with how they figured something out. Right. Yeah, could be. Could be. We'll see. Um, I... (laughs) See here. I don't want to rate it higher than you guys, but a three seems so low. (laughs) Lightning orgasms. Lightning (laughs) orgasms. You know what? I designed to kill even its best recruits. It did not care. I gotta give it a two. The lightning orgasms. I just, (laughs) I just can't. (laughs) Yeah, the most immoral, the most immoral sex on this planet. I am going to murder people so I can have an orgasm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. they should just just go behind enemy lines. Is is it wasn't even like one? It wasn't one orgasm. They were keeping count. It was three the first time and then five the next time. Oh yeah. And like, okay, so they never address. Okay, we're not going to discuss plausibility anymore. We'll yeah, let it yeah, go. yeah. We're okay, gonna, we're gonna. Okay, move so on, then move on. we have the ending. It did end. That is true. It didn't. Really I don't end. know. Well, I was gonna say, well, I mean, the meet word your stopped. End- your ending expectations. No, no, this was not. Well, okay, it was this a complete story in and of itself? No. 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 Yeah, because there's still unresolved stuff as to what's going to happen now. Yeah. But yeah. with the ending, and, like, surprise, satisfying, or predictable for you guys. No, that was clear once she became hurt. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're not happy with this ending. I mean, I was <sighs> fine with it. I mean, it, like, it was a cliffhanger. Okay. Um... Yeah, which is kind of annoying, but it is one of those cliffhangers where I'm not like annoyed necessarily because that yeah. that's certainly happened before where it's like I don't even care what's going to happen and I don't want to read. So I do want to see what happens next, even okay. though I am pretty miffed at Violet at this. That's what would I would say the ending part that I don't like is the whole fallout with um. Oh Zayden. yeah, that Zayden. felt forced for drama and, and anticlimactic, just, honestly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you have all this action with the wyverns and the venom, and then she just wakes up and then sees her brother, and then that's just like it. So it, the energy was really weird for it to just suddenly. I also didn't didn't like the fact that whatever happened with the baby dragon happened off off scene. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, she's giant now. Like she's only been out for like I don't know three days or something. Like. Yeah, that dragon's gonna have massive. But that's gonna things. be a big reveal because she's gonna be a special dragon. So you know, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Especially with gun tail. Ooh, <laughs> pew pew like like the uh, what is it? In, um. Oh shit, Sin City with the the um, the leg. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Old movie. Old movie. <laughs> Not really. Not. Um, oh, it's at least twenty. So it's twenty years old. <laughs> old movie. <laughs> okay. So, Kim, what is your rating for the ending? Um, I'm gonna go with five. I'm I'm pretty neutral about it. It's it, okay. I'm looking forward to the next books. So you know what? I'm gonna up it. Make it a six. Oh, we're gonna go up to a six. Yeah, take it to a six. Sarah. 
Um, well, I guess by that metric, because I am looking forward to the next book, I would also rate it a six. Um, but I am pretty dissatisfied with Violet's becoming a stupid person ruled entirely by emotion. And I was uh, <laughs> not thrilled with Liam's death. That was a bummer. Um, so a yeah, six, six or not a six? Okay. <laughs> I, oh man. I need to give it a five. Liam's death felt so intense that I was dissatisfied with the ending. Really, then you should be more like a four if you're dissatisfied rather than just landing except on the average. For the fact, except, except for the fact it didn't feel like a failing of an ending. Um, mm. it's, it's a but you were dissatisfied. I was, but five is neutral, and and I think it comes down to I recognize that Liam's death was not the ending. Ending, the ending yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, too soon, Sarah. Too soon. <laughs> I was also so angry when Satan goes. I know a healer who can heal her, and I went, "Fuck! It's gonna be Brennan." I, I just, totally just like did not make that connection at oh, all. So when he showed up, I was like, "Oh, I, cool!" As soon as Satan said it, I said, "Fuck, it's gonna be Brennan." I think I texted me. I did. I think I you did. texted me, Brennan. You were supposed to text the group. No, I think he texted Man. the group. Didn't I? Not no, me. No, you texted. No, you me. hadn't responded yet, sir. So I didn't know if you would finish the book. So I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, then she you, didn't know you. He, no, 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 Amber, you missed that she said she had finished when we had been texting I know, earlier. I know. Yeah. I had missed it because yeah. I was I was busy. Yeah. Um, but I was so I was so mad. I was so fucking mad. I was like, I am losing Liam and Brennan is totally gonna be a Liam style character, and we can't have two Liam style yep. characters. We can only have one. So we have to kill Liam so we can bring Brennan in so he can be, you know, the secondary caring character. Brother caring brother who helps her work her way through her traumas and her decisions and learns to accept Satan and fuck oh, man. already accepts Satan already yeah. accepts like, I feel like he's pretty chill with him no I'm yeah. saying that Brendan's gonna help her accept Satan oh, oh okay. yeah yeah I definitely yeah. interpreted help. that the other way around yeah he's so, gonna yeah. help heal her <laughs> so I gave it a five it's five <laughs> an angry five but it is a five uh, okay so then our next one is mechanics which is just kind of like the like if there was anything really good or really bad about it um i don't, I don't personally for myself so i'm gonna was, i'm gonna take it into the writing yeah for me that when i look yeah. at mechanics and i think it's solidly written um it's it's not stylistic. She doesn't waste a lot of time on prose. Style's another type of category. Writing. Style's another category. Don't talk about style. We're talking okay. like like good sentence structure, good plot structure. Like like yes, she writes pacing. fine pacing. Yeah, yeah, she writes fine. Her pacing's good. She she hits the plot points the way technically you're supposed to. Um, so I'll okay. I'll give it a solid eight. I don't think Solid it's exceptional, eight. but I, I, yeah. Okay. Sarah? Yeah, I would say it's better than average, at least 
when I look at other books in this genre that like recent books yeah a lot of them have been even more bland or just not well yeah. executed at all um very amateurish this didn't feel particularly it didn't feel like the first novel and I don't think it is I think she's written other There's books one, yeah I think she has like um, at least one other book so I mean but yeah it, nothing it didn't blow me away but it kept me entertained and it kept me engaged so I would say um probably like a seven okay I think I would put it at a seven too like it's mis- solid mechanics there's nothing mind-blowing to me about the mechanics she didn't like do anything that like is revolutionary so I don't think it quite fits into a eight nine ten category for that but like there's nothing I can find fault with um I maybe could have used a bit more description in the world building um just a little bit more time like really helping us visualize the setup a bit more because there were times where it kind of I, I wasn't sure about the correlations and the access and stuff because like it seemed like it was really easy to actually get to the scribe scribe quadrant but at the same time we were kind of given the implication that it's not like a easy to run away that the writers all the quadrants are kind of cornered off from each other um so i think there were some some things that could have used mechanically a, a little bit more help in the visualization category of things so then we have predictability Again, this is just kind of, you know, is the predictability mind-blowing? Was it easy to predict? Were you satisfied with being able to predict it? Were you dissatisfied? You know, you know, think Harry Potter or the answer is love. Is that <laughs> good predictability or dissatisfied predictability? So in terms of this, we're looking at, like, Liam's death, Renan showing up, her getting two dragons. Oh, yeah. Zayden like, being, being a rebel. black dragon. Yeah. You know, Zayden still being an active rebel, you know, are those satisfying predictors or do they like Okay, I'm gonna, you? I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a six. Okay. Any I, I, nothing surprised me. So okay. but it's it it was well done as far as the overall book, so I don't wanna give it just a five. Okay. Sarah. So. I mean, I would probably give it a five. I felt that some of it, the foreshadowing was super heavy handed or just like shoehorned into obviously like the whole thing where they went on this expository discussion about black dragons and how there's only one and no one's seen it in a while. Oh gosh. But you know, it's like, why would that, that's not even relevant unless obviously Violet is going to be bonding with that dragon, you know, and just, yeah. So it wasn't too annoying, but at the same time, a lot of the major things were no real effort to, or like, you know, she tried to do it, but did it too obviously, like, what, yeah. you know, kind of show yeah. that it was going to happen. Yeah. Well, it's just like the Wyverns coming and all of that. That, that, that Yeah, the yeah. That there was that, <sighs> and the my God. In. That was like... way too heavy handed. <laughs> yeah. Why am I the only one who remembers stories about this? Where are all the books about it? Yes. Yeah. Let me bring this up in conversation when it's really not even relevant. Like now, well, I will say when 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 J.K. Rowling suddenly threw in the children's novels, the first thing I said was, "This wasn't introduced in the beginning books that it should have been, and all it had to do was be but, in Jenny's hand, at you know, at at, at the Weasleys' house." Um, but at she least could she have didn't do that. 
<laughs> yeah, she could, but she almost did the exact opposite of that. Because she kept bringing it up. If she had just done it as, oh, Once. you don't need to take this book with you. It's not important from her sister. And then, and then the, she has a memory about the, the book and the stories oh, and, and the wyverns they, and all of that. And then yeah. you get to the library and they can't find the book. That should have keyed everyone in that, oh, why? Why, yeah. why does she have such yeah. a strong memory of this? But having everyone continue to discuss the vet, you know, the vet end, they all remember the stories, you know, it's an old wives' tale. It's like, I don't, you don't need to tell me that everybody has this like mythical knowledge of it, but she's the only one who's read the books. Like, tell me that there was a book. Tell me she now can't find the book. So hers was the only copy. You could even have her sister give her back the copy. Those three things, that's fine. All the other conversations made it too predictable. Yeah, yep. too obvious. Yep. Um, I think the only thing that actually legitimately surprised me was that she ended up with two dragons. I don't know if it was a good surprise or not, other than I like both dragons. Because obviously they were talking about the black dragon, so I was like, okay, she's going to end up getting the surprise black dragon. But then the golden dragon shows up, and there were just enough Dragon Riders are Pern hits. I was like, I think I even highlighted it. It was like, Gold Dragon, we know what that means. And then she got both of them. And I was like, okay, I guess that's a way to do that. Um, and for the Gold Dragon to be a baby. I was a little surprised by that. Um, I thought they were going to be some mythical, non-warring variant of dragon by the way they were talking about them. So it to actually be a baby dragon was like, ah, okay. It wasn't quite where I thought that was going. So I'm cool with that. But on that note, I give it a six. I don't think it was strong on the predictability. Okay, then we have emotional reaction. Good God. We're getting How there. How many categories are there? three more. There are three more. There are ten. I said at the very beginning there were ten. You guys were really invested in talking about main characters and plot, so it's taking us a while. I'm sorry. Those are kind of... Uh, large chunks of the book i know that's why yeah, we're kind of yeah. rolling through these last ones they're their points they're a chance to like compensate for those main things um okay i'll jump in and just do mine eight eight okay sarah um sorry i was waiting to be called on i like it's sarah <laughs> there was like a long pause and then you were like Sarah, as if I was supposed to have talked beforehand. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, um, no. <laughs> I was calling on you. I don't remember my emotional reaction, but I do believe that I had one. Um, did you enjoy the emotions you had, or did you not enjoy the emotions you had? <laughs> I think I was... I mainly enjoyed it, I think. Um, okay. Again, and I am still annoyed about how Violet was handled near the end. But yeah, I I did like Zayden a lot. Um, and then I was pleasantly surprised with the Brennan thing because I love dead siblings coming back to life or, you know, not actually being dead. Um, so I guess I'd give it an eight. Like, eight? Okay. Oh, that's not what I want. This is what I want. I give it a nine. And that's only because Liam was such a gut punch that elicited such a strong emotion that I have to recognize that, like, 
you know, I have characters I like and they die, and it's like, oh, darn. But this is like, no! God damn it! So, for that reason, it gets a nine. Uh, our second to last category is readability. I'll go first. I think this is like a nine. It's not a hard read. I think it's easy to fall into, easy to read. Um, I probably could have consumed it in one day if I, you know, didn't have other life things and hadn't been recently sick. Um, and I kept enjoying going back to it. I was anticipating returning to it and read it. So mine's a nine. Sarah. <laughs> like we're both just waiting to see who gets called up. Uh, I would give it a 10. It was super easy to read. Um, I've been having trouble enjoying books lately, but I enjoyed this one, which was a pleasant change of pace. And um yeah, other than this yeah, other than sex scenes being super cringy, but you can just skim over them, um, which I did after, you know, <laughs> like trying to get through the first one. So yeah, no, I would give it a 10. Okay, okay. I'm glad. I was wondering, Kim and I were theorizing if this was, like, going to satisfy that what you were seeking moment uh, in terms of reading I don't know lately. I it was what I was seeking, but it was definitely, yeah. It, Rejuvenating? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I say that, but, like, the next book I pick up is probably just going to be. No, it's Aiden Thomas. You like Aiden Thomas. Well, no, because well, you're reading other things. Yeah, but I was going to say, the next I probably podcast. won't actually read anything else until, until then. That one. Fair, fair. I don't have any okay. library books besides it. What about you, Kim? Ten. It was easy Ten. to read. It was okay. easy to return to. Uh, probably one of the easier reads I've had this entire, um, except for Andy Weir, uh, this entire time we've read. Just nice. because, yeah, enjoyable. And, anyway. And you finished it before all the rest of us. You don't normally yeah, finish Mary. the book first. Yeah, Project Hail Mary. I loved it. Yes. Anyway. Uh, and Firekeeper's Daughter. I think that's the other one that you actually read really, like, easy, like, easily. Yeah, eagerly. Yeah, yeah. I was wanting to open it. Yeah, yeah. But this, I think, this is the first time you finished the book before the rest of us. So, yeah, probably. Okay, and then our final category is style, which this category is kind of just like, like, like if there's like anything you want to just like be willing to throw extra points at, or anything that you feel like it just didn't succeed and kind of needs to like. I mean, honestly, the style is pretty, I don't want to say mediocre, but just like pretty standard. On brand. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's not, again, as like simple as some books get where they like have very bare bones, like no world yeah. building whatsoever to speak of. So it did have some of that. Maybe not the best world building, though. And yeah. I mean, imagery and stuff like that not super great didn't really have anything going on in my head um i just i keep thinking of kim and the the like how can you compare something to onyx eyes with gold flecks <laughs> she's like that's not yeah. what was it like a, not a color comparison well, shade. yeah what, oh shade he was admiring the shade of his onyx eyes with gold flecks i'm like that that's not a shade um but i would put that more in mechanics i know but that than style just what Sarah um, was saying, imagery, that's what yeah. came to my mind, is some yeah. of the imagery, is yeah. it, like, like, the proportions of the dragons, I'm not quite sure of, like. Enormous, apparently, since she didn't come, she, like, comes up to his ankle. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, a, a five, just a pretty a average five. style. Okay. Nothing too, I'm gonna like, give if it I a... read. No, go ahead. 
I was gonna say like if you didn't tell me who this author was and I read it I would not be able to like identify this, this, the author this author yeah. yeah Kim I'm gonna give it like a seven um okay. and the only reason why it's getting that much is because I do like a more basic write um I I get bored with prose that gets that tedious. is true I also do um, not like it when it gets super like flowery and descriptive yeah. or too much introspection maybe i'll put mine at a six actually you want to put yours at a six okay yeah yeah i would compare her actually to Anne mccaffrey as far as writing um it, it's a very similar style um but Anne mccaffrey is infinitely better at it but and, and maybe she'll get better at it with time this writer i mean Anne mccaffrey had years i mean just dragon riders of pern was i think 21 books so yeah you know, she, she she wrote pro- prolifically um so and so i give style a six and i actually oh no kim gave it a seven yeah i actually give it so low (laughs) because so many choices in the book made me think of dragon riders of pern that it didn't feel like this was someone's unique style it felt like it built upon a different style, somebody else's style, and just kind of incorporated it into their writing. Because um, I was thinking about it, and we haven't even mentioned it, but, like, the scribes just come off as the Harper's Hall. At least they don't sing. That's true. But, you know, there there is that level of, like, certain things have such clear correlations to something that I love that I think is maybe not so iconic for, like, gen z gen alpha but like for gen x and millennials possibly even dragon riders of pern is like one of those iconic dragon riding where the dragon is not the villain books um that you look at this and there are so many actual similarities to it that it doesn't give it its own unique style it's kind of just a knockoff you know. Yeah, like if this is a satisfying itch because I haven't been able to read something like this in a while, so it's kind of nice to return to the the dragon riding and the bonding between dragons and that like interaction. And I think the only thing that maybe gives it slightly unique, but I still seen like that dragon communication level of like banter somewhere else. I can't remember where, but I have seen it before. Um, is that these dragons are a little bit more bantery than? but even then I mean Bruce still was actually pretty talkative um so yeah that I think that took me down on the style a little bit am I willing to see if the author style grows and it becomes its own entity that I don't view as a way from Dragon Rise of Kern? most definitely and I think the potential's there um as the story continues obviously we're not heading towards spaceships and alien parasites kind of thing going on here we're definitely heading into a more definitive fantasy setting We've got four more books you never know what the venom might do that is true but it <laughs> seems like it's heading in more of a fantasy direction than Anne mccaffrey went like a um, fantasy version of thread though like yeah. they just summon these things to like fall down on down. people and like yeah destroy <laughs> um, the towns so yeah, I, I think there's potential, but I, I think the style isn't the strongest it could be at this point. I think this author has more potential, hopefully, to increase their their voice in their style. So 
that takes us to the very last thing, which is, oh, I said a six. I need to put that there. Is actually our overall points. So I just got to do the quick sum formulas, auto sum. So, Sarah, out of 100 points, you have given fourth wing 62.75. So it's just a little above average. That's a D. <laughs> and then we have Kim, <laughs> who gave it a total of 70.5. C minus. Out of 100. And I gave it 67. So Kim liked it the best. <laughs> me in the middle and Sarah at at the end. And then I need the total number. And I don't know how to do that across Excel. So we're going to give me just a second to pull up the calculator so I can calculate. And I will figure out how to do that formula later on. So we have 67 plus 70.5 plus 62. This was the book we reasonably liked. I know. I know. We're so, intense. We are. So let's see here. I will add in the other categories in case we ever need them. Total points out of 300, it got 137.25. Out of 300? That can't be right. Yes. Because that's less than half, but we all gave it more than 50, like, all of our scores were more than half. 2.75 plus 70.5. Oh, no, it did do something wrong. Like, plus that math 57. doesn't make sense. 200, 225. Thank you, Sarah. I... <laughs> 225, sorry. It's total ma It's total points is 225. That's, I think that's not too bad. It's a 75%. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, I, I, I yeah. We need to end, guys. It's it's eleven o'clock. <laughs> so, and I gotta eat. All right. So, on that note, our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and it is called "The Battle of the Nile" from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Bookpile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as our as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also support us on bookshop.org. Our link is available via our social media. You can email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.